Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Warner Confessions. Uh, you can follow me at Film Underscore Wonder on Twitter, as well as Film Underscore Wonder on Instagram. You can also follow me on um, um, Snapchat at No Captain Zero. Um, you can also read my writings at thefilmwonder.wordpress.com. I'm starting to get things worked up on there, and also um, you can follow me. At um, this podcast, uh, filmwater.podbean.com. Um, so um, I did a impromptu show last week. Um, it wasn't really what I would call a good show because it was like it was preempted and, and um, I barely, I barely did anything with it. You know, um, I I had a show, I did it, but basically I was so tired that I really could not really put out a, a, a decent product. So pretty what happened was I put a show out to put a show out. Which is a cool which is there's nothing wrong with putting a show out, but when you're not you have, when it, and this is made, this is my admission. When you have very little when you put very little effort into the shit and it's not move my mic a little bit. Um, I was testing my audio out earlier, but but when you're not really putting out the effort and the you know the uh, heart into doing this shit, um, just you know last week it wasn't really worth it. So I kind of just put something out, put something out, and uh, um, I'm I feel a lot better. Like I just had a, I just rested for about a couple hours uh, after having probably basically one of my, my probably one of the best um, um, you know lunches I've ever had in a while. Um, so, yeah, uh, I could say with a lot of confidence that, that, um, it was a good, it was a good, it was a good weekend. Um, I had a much better weekend than last weekend. Last weekend was just, was just not good. Um, like the stuff I had on the itinerary of what I was gonna do, it didn't really work out to, you know, sort of to my expectations. Um, I felt like I was pushing myself too hard, um, and not in a good way. And um, I, I might as I might as well have been tired, and that's probably what happened. And um, and it's kind of why the show was just not good, and it's kind of why. I just did not have the want to and the desire to do this shit last week, and um, now I'm a lot. I feel a lot different about it now because now I feel I feel a lot better. I just finished cooking. Um, now I gotta wash my clothes, and I gotta I gotta basically um, uh, fix wash my clothes, fix my food, and I gotta basically gotta get ready for this week. Um, um, I got a couple reviews um, ongoing. Um, I'm I am the late night review um, will be on the site this week, uh, so look forward to that. Um, I got to make a couple of corrections here and there. Also, look for the last Black Man in San Francisco, which I just I just watched that movie. Um, I also watched uh, uh, Avengers Endgame for the fifth time. Um, uh, uh, just this pat just you know this uh, really this morning. Um, it's 7.50 right now, uh, currently, as I'm doing this show. Um, and, um, yeah, um, 
what can you what more can you say about that movie um they re-released it basically to you know because they want to catch avatar's numbers um you know but like last time i checked about 27 26 million dollars away from passing that that uh that marker so yeah um I guess it'll get it. Maybe it might be, it might be close or whatnot, and I guess people can you know get their talking points going. It was like, oh well, do you think um, uh, um, Marvel releasing Avengers Endgame is cheating? Um, if you're gonna say that, then where's that energy when it was Star Wars and and um, uh, you know Titanic doing it and Avatar doing it and and uh, Gone with the Wind doing it. I mean, Gone with the Wind, um, and I'm doing this without looking look, looking up um, anything on Box Office Mojo, is the highest grossing movie in the history of films in the United States um, with, with, you know, with inflation considered. Like, like, what are you talking about? Um, so, like, and I, I kind of saw that really just because I wanted to see it for a time, and I already paid like money for it to see it. I don't know. Uh, I think it was May or something. I think it was like May or whatever. And um, I didn't. I didn't. Um, this have been able to charge because Fandango does thing when you when you get a sale for, to get a, to get a movie, get a, you know five five dollars off for a movie, whatever. You can't rescind the sale because it's already sort of set for whatever time you pick. That's kind of it. Unless you talk to you know a rep there, and then you tell them you want to change your time, I, I did that shit once, but I didn't. I didn't feel like putting myself through that. Now I should have done it because I gave nine freaking dollars, and you never know what you do with nine freaking dollars. So that's what I did. Um, so um, yeah, man, um, it was quite the Sunday, um, and I had a freaking mojito. Um, I like mojitos. I had mojito and I had a, you know, Monte Cristo. You know, that was sweet. Um, now I'm kind of inspired to make that shit one day, you know, once I get better at cooking equipment, things of that nature. Um, but yeah, uh, it was good. It was really good. Um, and I made my uh, chicken fried rice. I got that going. Um, but, um, but, um, this is a this is a pretty good end to the month of an otherwise solid June, um, and I'm just trying to knock every, one trying to every hurdle one day at a time. July is going to be a big month, I think, for me. Um, July is going to be SuperCon coming up, and I'm, and I was forward to SuperCon. Um, <clears throat> um, I haven't decided how I'm going to do the podcast because um, when I get home, I'm going to be fucking winded. I'm just letting y'all know right now. Um, I haven't decided I want to do the show before or after. But it's probably best I do it. I want to do it during it. I just don't know how I'm going to do it yet. But to me, I think it probably would be wise if I did it after. Because, duh, it's after the fucking product is over. And it's it's kind of set in stone at this point. that um, um That's kind of how the way to do it. So that's how we're going to go about it and, and just do it. So... I'll just do it that way. Um, but, um, I guess I will continue what I was talking about, like, last, um, last week. So, like, a, like a t- it was, a, it was the, um, the episode I've talked about that I really put a lot of effort into, um, that I kind of, I kind of just winged it. I was talking on my phone and all that. 
because I just need to put I needed to put something out because it was like a month that I put something out, and I don't I don't have <clears throat> an article on this, but I have a number. So I have numbers to sort of like to back up the idea that sequels are killing Hollywood when you can make the argument that what's killing Hollywood is really um, quality movies. It's what's always been what's killed Hollywood. Um, and so, like, I was looking at these yearly number, box office numbers uh, on Box Office Mojo, which is a great site that everyone should go to if you want to research and look at, you know, charts or whatever. Like, they're they're pretty much the, the best of the business. And so, like, and um, I didn't go over year to year for, like, you know, you know, sequel this, sequel that, but but taking into account um, um, yeah, man, um, yeah, taking into account um, what was I going to say? Um, Yeah, right. Currently, right now, the box office gross is like five point five five point five point six million dollars. Um, currently, um, as of uh, June thirtieth, um, uh, the, the, the data makes it reads uh, data as of June first to June thirty for the respective year being twenty nineteen. Um, and it's it's like nine point five percent off from the prior year. Which you have to consider, we're halfway through the year now. Um, we're June first commences the second half of the, of the next year of, the, of this part of the, of, the, of this part of the year, and so like, for instance, um, we got what Spider Man, uh, Far From Home, Star Wars, uh, um, The Rise of Skywalker in December, another Jumanji movie. Um, uh, Hobbs and Shaw, um, uh, which is a Fast and Furious movie, and all that shit, and um, yeah, um, maybe I should have read that New York Times article about uh, uh, base of um, actors and directors and producers um, having their complaints about you know originality dying, but that's kind of the whole ten point poll of the. Of the, of the New York Times article, but I can kind of give you the clips notes of it. Just, just, oh, just, just how I won't say that shit irks me, but the problem is, is um, if people make the claim they want originality, they want different stuff, and they want um, people to see their 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 types of movies, why don't you support them? You know what I mean? It's like. And I'm not just talking, you know, just, you know, the, the, the people who who run the business and not even audiences, because audiences, they want this shit, too. But I feel like people are really fickle with that. They say they want it and then they, they, they don't they, they, they don't support it, you know, like um, Booksmart and and last man, last black man in, in San Francisco and late night and and uh, in a world which came out in 2013 with Lake Bell, which was a great film. Uh, um, which is about basically voice acting and um, uh, you know all the people in voice well, not all the people in voice acting but just voice acting basically as a talent as a skill as even even as you know women in the voice acting industry um, the movie had a lot of, a lot of things it talked about like 
Also, here's the other problem. For for example, like Booksmart. Booksmart came out when Aladdin and Brightburn were um, full releases, and Booksmart it just Booksmart just kind of got its it, it got its druggers around it, and um, it it had a release and shit. And great, you release your movie. This is Olivia Wilde's first directorial debut. Uh, you you got um, Lisa Kudrow in it. Uh, I can look up the um, people who are in uh, Booksmart right quick. Um, uh, God, uh, Lisa Kudrow's in it. Um, 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 uh, Jason Sudeikis, uh, Will Forte. Uh, who are the main cast though? Damn. Yeah, who's the main cast? Computer's kind of slow. Uh, hold the phone. Book smart. Uh, book smart film. Okay. Let's look it up right fast. Just taking a moment. 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 Take. Uh, Beanie Feldstein, who is, um, I believe that is um, Jonah Hill's. Hold up. Yeah, that's a. Uh, yeah, that's Jonah. That's Jonah Hill's. Um, Jonah's sister. Um. Yeah, she's related to Jonah Hill and the late uh, Jordan Feinstein. Um. Feldstein. Um, and Caitlin Dever. Like two breakout stars of your little movie. Um. Um. The, the former um, was in, I believe, Bridesmaids, if I'm not mistaken. In, okay, not Bridesmaids. It was, it was, it was Neighbors Two: Sorority Rising, which, which now I have to watch now because I did not like the first movie, but I'm like I might like the second movie. So who knows? And she was in Lady Bird, so she's she's been around the block for a bit. Um, um, but yeah, um, so like take a movie like that, right? Like you put all this effort and and heart into this shit and um you you, you can't put your shit at least on a fucking uh, on a different um you can't put it for um not so much a different part of the year but like why can't you move your date so that way you won't be in such um, a pickle when it comes to other movies out that you know that part of the week? Because I think the people, the good people at Apernia, should have known that their movie probably wasn't going to track the amount of money they were hoping it was going to track, right? And um, that's the problem, right? Is maybe sometimes these Hollywood executives can't see the hill from the trees because what they see is, okay, we put it at this slot and they should do fine. We think it'll be, we, 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 we have, um, I don't know what they call people, I mean, they're, they're basically, you know, people who predict box office numbers. You know, box office analysts that predict, okay, Booksmart should do this. But, like, when you have Endgame and Aladdin and you have 
Toy Story 4, for instance, making like, like just bundles and bundles and bundles of cash. Like you can't use the exist the the excuse that um 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 I don't know, man. I don't know, like, do, y- do y'all do y'all really care about the box office, or are y'all just basically just like, okay, well, it, well, it's it's, it, it's this way, it's this way, it's 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 this way, but I'm like, Booksmart could have made probably forty fifty million dollars if they if they put it at a different time. I mean, and honestly, they they gave Olivia Wilde and and and, and all the filmmakers of that movie more. more um screens like um like that's the thing if i um text somebody um that's the thing man um that i don't get with with, um and I'm feeding myself, I'm sorry. If you're going to put something out like that, wouldn't, wouldn't, it per, per, wouldn't it behoove you to think, you know what? Maybe, just maybe, we could put this out. I don't know. I would say June. I would say like, you could put it like in the fall. It, it, it would have cleared up in the fall or like late late in August. Like, like probably not going against Good Boys, which I think is going to do better than that than Booksmart. And I I gotta say the reason why it's gonna make more money than Booksmart marketing. Just just a while, I guess marketing, and it's in August because August is probably the quietest month of the year. Like the biggest movie you have in that month is. Hobbs Shaw. Hobbs Shaw is going to make a ton of money off the base off the backs of not just the edits of Rock and Jason Statham movie, but it's but it's it, it's a movie in the Fast and Furious universe with these and Idris Elba and also I'll even throw dibs to Vanessa Kirby as well. Like you have full competent leads, right? Um, so that's big. In that a movie like that that has a the fan base it has the audience it has the 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 prior movies that in which all the money was all the movies all the money those movies have made and I'm including the third Fast and Furious movie which didn't do very well but you know based off the first two you know that's why you have four five six and whatever um like that's gonna do make tons of money good boys will make tons of money um not tons of money but it'll, it'll do modesty well i don't say it'll do a lot of well like i, I guess you can compare like i'm gonna like books where you get prepared to like blockers now blockers wasn't wasn't a big success but blockers did decently 
well. I think Blockers made over $50 million just in the United States alone. And I don't know the budget of the movie, but I can check real quick and see how much it costs. Booksmart, I don't know how much it costs. Uh, okay, Booksmart costs $6 million. Okay, and it made $21.4 million, which I would say that's primarily, mostly in the U.S. Um, yeah. So it made its money back, and then some. It made three times the budget, which is not bad, but it, but it could have made, it should have made more money, because the because that is probably one of the more talented leads in cinema history, um, I would argue. I know I'm being a little, I'm, I'm, I'm being a little, I'm kind of jumping over the moon for that line, but yeah, I really think that cast is so talented um, that it should make more money. R real talk, it should make more money. Okay, Blockers, which came out in 2018, cost $21 million. Now, understandable show when you have Leslie Mann, Ike Barinholtz, and John Cena um, um, holding movie together. Um, who else is in it? Oh yeah, Hannibal Burrs, Gary Gary Cole, and like Junior Gershon, namely. This is not. Oh, and Jude Diane Raphael, who was also in like who was also in um, God, what was the name of that movie that I saw Longshot. She was in Longshot. Um, when you have those. Actors in a movie like this, I can understand the budget being being what it is, um, and of course, you know, you, you, basically your your main main leads, you know, were, were the uh, the the child actors, the Catherine Newtons, the Jodine Vishal Wantons. I'm saying I'm saying the name wrong, and you know, Gideon Adelon and a couple other, you know, like up comers as well. Like, and let's see what Blockers made uh, in the U.S. before I make my entire point full about Blockers. Uh, 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 box Blockers results. Yes. Blockers ended up in the United States with 90, 90, not bad, 50, $59.8 million. So you're looking at nearly a three times uh, box office multiplier, right? I, 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 my bad, actually, actually rounded up. It's like 60 million, 60.3 million. Um, so it did, it did, it did modestly well. It did, it did, it did pretty well. Um, it, it, it made good money. Um, it opened strong, um, and it closed strong. I would argue. Um, you know, it made it, you know it made three times its opening. Well, it it closed out its opening weekend with like, or no, I'm saying it wrong. It made sixty million dollars, which is fine. It's fine. Booksmart should have made probably forty. I in in my opinion, a movie like that should have made forty. I mean, if people are so upset that. You know, creativity is dying, and people aren't really putting the effort towards, you know, putting their movies out on better dates so that they don't get ate up by the bigger movies in the process. A movie like Booksmart could have made forty, fifty million dollars last man. It and also that's also pending. How many theaters did they re how many screens did they release your shit out of to? Like, like. Booksmart had 2,505 theaters. And this is a four-day weekend. 
it, it should have done more. I, I know it's a modest amount of theaters, but it should have done more. Like, the the opportunity was there. It was there. They could have made more money, um, and they just didn't. And so, I don't know. I don't. I don't know uh, why that shit didn't happen. And that um, that was that was the thing. You had a you had a you had a breath of opportunity to make that money, and yet you fucked it. You fucking didn't do it. You had backing from Will Ferrell. You had backing from Adam McKay um, under the new Gloria Sanchez, which is basically a, um, the the alternative to Gary Sanchez uh, uh, Productions, um, it's a sister label of uh, Gary Sanchez Productions. But it was it was right fucking there for the taking, and uh, Anna Perny and a United Artists. Um, they just I thought they dropped the ball on the marketing. It's real talk. They did. Like because. There's no other way to say it other than that. Your little movie, which cost six million dollars, and it didn't, it didn't, it didn't make more than that. Like, come on, man, come on. Like, how how do you how how do you not? Um. I got Billy Lords in it. Um, uh, Carrie Fisher's daughter um, was in it. Um, it was right fucking there, man. Um, I'm trying to look for a clip um, in which you can hear um, the, the funny shit from um, Booksmart. All right, here's one. Okay, now this scene is like the scene where, because um, um, there's, there's a lot of drug references in the movie, like they take a drug from Billy Lord, who's like kind of like in the movie, she's kind of like, um, she's kind of an audience in a way, she's like fourth wall type type shit, um, and like they're on a drug and whatnot, and basically they become they they become so fucked up by this drug that the scene becomes them as like uh, these like like uh, claymation type like dolls or some shit. It's one of the funnier parts of the movie. Of course, by hole meaning put it in my hand, like. The whole because you know dolls and shit have holes because you know you, you, it's plastic and whatever.
<laughs> yeah, and basically the scene ends with them um, and at this party, one of the parties like that they basically transverse to. And basically, they can barely fucking walk because that drunk fucked them up so much, and they basically just walk out of the house. It, it was it was one of the funny one of the funniest scenes of that movie. And again, they should have made more money. It was right there. Ugh, like, but, like, like the whole fatigue thing, man. Um, of like theater fatigue, superhero fatigue, secret fatigue. I don't buy it. Because what's name name? What do you? You're tired of bad movies. Is what's that's what you're tired of. You're you're not you're not tired of um of um um um. You're not tired of sequels. People people love to say, "Oh, I'm tired of sequels. Sequels have basically ruined Hollywood." Um, but. Who wants sequels? Audiences want sequels. Executives want sequels. Se- executives do nothing but talk about sequels whenever uh, the first movie does well. And they're like, uh, what's green with a sequel right away? Fucking uh, A Crying Place got green greenlit probably, I would say, a couple of weeks, maybe maybe weeks after the release of um, A Crying Place 1. And um, they're doing two. Doing A Crying Place 2. Um... But that's the thing. It's like you you say you want a thing and then you don't want a thing when it doesn't go your way, and it, and it, and, it, and that shit just drives me crazy. Because it's like, what do you want, man? You 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 want you want this shit, but you don't put that energy. You don't keep that energy for shit. It's like. Well, we want we want we want new IPs. We want creativity. Well, that's great. That's fucking great. And I applaud you for wanting your ingenuity and your and your different stuff in the industry. But if you're not supporting, this is what you're gonna get every time. It's like voting, right? People want change. People want better for life. People want a, want better things for their families and their loved ones, but you're not going to get anywhere if you're going to shit on the Obama administration and Barack Obama. If all you're going to do is basically say, "Well, why am I not getting anything when this man isn't basically doing anything?" When basically it should be a, it, it should be kind of a citizen's duty to basically fight for those issues and not sit on their hands and knees and and be like, "Well, okay, the fight's over." Uh, we basically we overcome racism when in fact we have never overcome racism at all. It's never been overcome. It's been denied, denied, denied countless times. But you you want to change the system by not participating in it? Seems to me that's a bit out of touch. It's just a thought. You can't come talking about um, the dangers and the struggles of Hollywood creativity when your Temple movies basically supplement these smaller movies. I mean, one of the reasons why why movie theaters are are struggling has nothing to do with whether your movie's big or small. It's, the home is, is, it's become affordable to see movies on on streaming services. Period. That changed the game 
and it will not change it back. You can't once once that Pandora's box is open, you can't put it back. It's it it is it, you you try to put that box back, you're just gonna get a rush of air and you're gonna fall backwards. That's it. There is there is nothing to bring bring it back to the to the to the back to the days where you have to wait about a year or so for a movie to come out on VHS or six months or eight months on DVD and Blu-ray. I mean, now Endgame's gonna be out in about. It's gonna be out on July thirtieth this month. It's it's now July first. Like 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 the game's changed. The game's changed. You 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 can't you can't change change that back. You can't do it. Like Netflix, I love Netflix, but admittedly some of their some of their own movies can can use a little work. Um, I will say lately, the quality of their movies have gotten better. Um, I will say the perfection sucked. Did not like that movie, but Polar, which I'm watching currently, Polar's good. I like Polar. Um, Triple Frontier, I think utilizes basically it's probably one of the one of the best movies that utilizes its 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 triple A cast in Ben Affleck and Oscar Isaac and Charlie Hunnam. Um, I, I, I does I think it does a great job utilizing that cast, hands down. Um, and yeah, Roma. Which wasn't my wasn't one of my personal face, but as a film, as, from, as a film, it's really good, um, and I think it does a really good job of basically showcasing you know the audience. It's for its for its its, its Hispanic audience, um, um, and I do want to watch it again to give it a second chance as well. Maybe I can probably get some things more, but but you know Netflix is changing the game. Hulu is changing the game. Um, what has changed in the game? Um, Amazon. Amazon, you know, they put their own shit out in theaters just like Netflix does. Netflix, you know, wants to be, wants to get his head at the table. Um, what else? Um, you know, Shutter. Shutter. I love the Shutter app. I don't watch Shutter very often. I should watch it more often, but I love that app there. The Shutter is awesome. Um, it's one of the best uh, apps in the business. I admit, and it's from AMC, which can beat that. Um, AMC, AMC as an AMC TV, not AMC theaters. Um, like, once the stream market got its foothold on the theater, you can't. They have to compete now. Now I know people are gonna. Some people are gonna say, "Well, what? Well, well, I don't want it. Well, going to the theater is useless, or um, I, I'm gonna miss the theater experience." Like, the theater will never go away because there's too much money in it. So even as people say, "Well, um, um, well, there's no creativity," well, people still go to the movies. They find a way to go to the movies. Like, I love movies in house. I love going to the movie theater. The, the movie theater is. There is no better experience for me than the movie theater. Period. And it's out. Being around a crowd of people, watching a film, laughing around, laughing with people, you know, seeing this movie, you know, getting their film of of basically a good time. You can't beat that. I mean, I'm one of my best, one of my favorite time, one of my favorite movie experiences besides in, uh, Endgame was um, Booksmart. What not Booksmart? Um, Booksmart was an okay experience, but the film was great. Um, Girls Trip was a great theater experience, but not because um, not just because of the film. Um, 
I laughed so hard that uh, someone in the audience, people in the audience were mad at me for laughing my ass off because I, because basically I was, I was like, I was basically buddy loving my ass off in the movie theater, like uh, Eddie Murphy and Muddy Professor, the first one. I, I went ham laughing, um, and people were laughing like me in the theater. I told someone this story, and she and the person laughed. Um, it was I had a, I had a funny time. With, I had a good time with telling that story again. But yeah, man, um, there's nothing like going to the movie theaters. But at the same time, you don't have to go to the movie theaters, especially when you can watch a original movie on Netflix every day or every weekend or whatever. Um, that's just the market now. And um, you can say, well, they just do this instead. Um, um, well, well, no, man. Like, the man has changed. It just, it just has changed. Um, um, things aren't what they used to be. And they, you can't put it, you can't put things back to how you want it to be. You can't say, well, uh, I think um, things are changing too fast. We got to change it back. It's like, why should we change things for you because things are moving too fast? That's stupid. That's stupid. Like, no. You can't, you can't just do that just because you, you, don't feel a certain because you feel a certain way about this. Um, sequels are no sequels will never die, and they shouldn't. So you can keep saying that Hollywood's out of ideas, and there's a point to be made for that. But don't say they don't release new shit like every week. The ideas are there. People got to show up. Okay, um, impromptu, an impromptu note. Um, uh, I love more Combat 11 so much. Um, yeah, I know. They had their little thing with, with uh, NetherRealm Studios not treating their employees uh, very kindly. Um, basically crunching people to, into making um, 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 Basically, making um, people go through the grinder with nine, ten, eleven. Um, after mention eleven, and injustice one and two. Um, so yeah, those developers went through it quite a deal, quite a bit, and um, yeah, um, I love the, the combos. I love the fighting styles. I like ten a lot, but. 11 is a game changer and that term is used quite often for gaming um, um, it's cinematically lush uh, the voice acting is superb I gotta finish the story mode um, but I like it a lot um, it's very it's it's very good um, aside from Ronda Rousey's uh, very lackluster voice acting um, it is without a shadow of a doubt one of the best fighting game stories in the history of fighting games, as well as being having a compelling fighting system, um, it's a very it's a, it's a, it's a it's it's not combo heavy as 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 ten was. I mean, not that eleven isn't combo heavy. Eleven is pretty combo heavy, but it's but it's not as reliant on combos. 
as 10. It's 11 is a very strategic, slightly slower, uh, more combat game. But 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 it's but as a character, as 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 a mechanical character, it works with fucking finesse. Um, so I've been playing that pretty much. That I've been playing that, and I've been playing um, an oldie game, but a goodie from like 2007. Um, Earth Events uh, Force. <sighs> I've been having a good time with that. Um, gravity shit, but I but I, I can't stop playing it. Um, and there's like there's like a lot of games I gotta play, um, and and I'm gonna try to get caught up this this uh, in, in July and August to get on that shit. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to show. I want to express a little bit of love to um, Mortal Kombat 11. And um, talk about it real quick. Um, I guess lastly, but I, I might have something else to talk about before I, I, I end the show. But um, what the hell's what the hell's up with Lena Waithe um, talking shit about uh, Denzel Washington, Will Smith? Um, this is article in the Root. Um, she was on a panel. Um, uh, it's called Genius Talk, um, and. Um, she talked about um, um, I had the I had the, the the clip here that I could put out and um, yeah she basically met basically throws a basically throws a slight at um, basically Will Smith and Denzel Washington and saying um, how they have uh, we have no basically black people investing in black art and whatever which is which is horseshit like. That is the most horseshit of horseshit in the history of horseshit. And um, here's a clip.
okay, that was not exactly the clip um, that I was looking for. But, um, um, well, I'll read the comments. Um, uh, look, Will, Denzel, I have a relationship with both camps. No shade, no tea. She said that before. Um, I was just texting with Jada. Everybody's fine. We confirmed at the panel after uh, Hill uh, noticed that the spin on the interview was about her calling out the iconic actors. But ultimately, I'm saying for anybody who has money and is black, I think should be helped to finance at least one or two black filmmakers trying to make their first film. I just think it's important because then what will happen is we're keeping the world within the community. Um, that was, I think, her comments like right after that. This is like what she said. Wasn't wasn't Denzel Washington? Wasn't Will Smith? She's you don't you won't catch me making twenty million a movie and not paying for at least four or five independent movies a year. I do give credit to director and producer Ava DuVernay for trying to build something that hasn't been built before, but that's a lot on on Ava's back. She added, "I'm over here trying to build a community, and I don't see other people doing it. I really feel like there's a way for us to change the movie business from the inside out. But we're all in our own silos doing our, our own thing, and she's right. Um, it's much easier to create." change as a cohesive unit than working individually towards the same goal but Wade isn't beyond critique herself oh man okay my bad sorry sorry that was another part of the line but but um and, and I'll keep that that prior clip in I'm not gonna edit that edit that other show but but my beef is this it's like I'm gonna name some directors in Britain and maybe some producers in Hollywood or TV or whatever the Hughes brothers they directed uh, one of my favorite movies growing up, Dead Presidents, right? I love that fucking movie. Um, Tim's story. Say what you want about Tim's story. <sighs> He's made some hits, man. He's made some hits. Uh, Ryan Cougar, obviously, his reputation speaks for himself. Uh, Creed, Black Panther, uh, uh, Fruit Station, um, Denzel, Will Smith. Um, like Will Smith and Dan, Will Smith and Jada Pinkett have uh, had their own production studio. The Rock has his own production studio. Denzel basically used Fences, um, the movie he directed, basically some as something to get his other things going to put other potential black actors in said movies. Like um, he's doing a Rain, he's doing an August Wilson, another August Wilson adaptation, Ma Rainey Black Bottom, like. And so when I hear, when I read what Lena Waithe is saying and sort of like this, sort of like this whole like woke thing that people are doing to sort of like make themselves sound like, because we have all these words, right? You know, you know, changing the culture, I'm, I'm trying to be more conscious, all this shit. And you then kind of basically just say that black people don't support our own awesome shit. Like, and I had to look at you, I'm like, but Lena, like, once you let the shoulder off the shy, and you know, you had to deal with basically uh, Jason Mitchell being a fucking asshole on the set to black women. Like, come on now. Keep that same energy. Keep that same energy, right? As as what as what all the kids are saying these days. Keep that same energy. Like. You talk all this shit, and then when basically the the dot well not not say dot it's kind of loaded the the fingers pointing at you on some bill do to on men in society shit you all fucked up now how are you 
how you now go like, well, that wasn't me. Baby. Darling. Come on now. You the white knight, right? Ruby, you the white knight. Come on now. Like, also, here's my thing about us trying to create our own and whatnot. Black people do this thing where we shit on our shit on each other for that. Like, we have to we have to um, placate to that, you know. Well, well, so and so make me you know made, made it, and, and so and so did. I'm like, I'm not so and so, and this shit t- takes a lot of time and effort to make happen it's it's not easy it, it it never is easy it never was easy it never will be easy and so like to make that claim is like saying black people don't really do anything for anything it's just it 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 it, it, it just rubbed me the wrong way and 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 um it's just it it's not a good look for her to say that shit, especially since she's up and coming, she's trying to make waves, and that she says that shit is like, no, nah, babe, you can't do that. You, you, you gotta know not to say some shit like that, and um, just not cool. Yeah, that'll be the last article of the night, and um, um, fifty minutes. I think it's a good time to wrap it up. Um, um, I've decided that next week I'll do Supercon right after I get home from it. Maybe like an hour or two or something like that. Depends on if I if I made a meal or whatnot. Uh, I gotta be there at, at a pretty decent time because Perkins are gonna be Perkins are fucking on that list there. Um. So yeah, man. Um. Yeah, it's, uh, another another episode of the works. Um. Again, follow me on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, film underscore wonder. Or Kevin Zero on Snapchat. Uh, film wonder dot com and film wonder dot wordpress dot com. Um. You can follow me those or you follow me those various places and um. Um, yeah, um, for more signing off, uh, y'all take care. Peace.